This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, we're doing hello. it. We're, we're doing it. This. We're getting through this, and we're finishing it God, today. We're, we're we're ripping off the bandaid and then putting a knife <laughs> into the wound and then putting the bandaid back on, and we're Don't ending it. Don't forget the salt. <laughs> putting rubbing salt, rubbing that <laughs> shit that was in um Fight Club, so it's a permanent <laughs> lips lipstick stain on the hand type deal um i really want to continue talking about this conversation but in the meantime i'm Gemma. oh i messed up and this is i think my tv is haunted yes um thank you so much for that picture that you sent me this morning on instagram oh yeah well, i was um the um the act, tattoo the right? tattoo that the girl had tried to get lasered off yes well she did a home job didn't she it's really difficult to understand. So she, was she from Thailand or I don't know or Indonesia? I don't know. I I just saw that. Okay, so to describe it to the audience, I I will post it on the page. But yeah. there's this chest piece, the floral chest piece on this girl. Which let's. I, it wasn't even that bad. Like oh, uh, like yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean there are worse. Technically, it was pretty crap, well, but it wasn't terrible. When you see what it looked like after, yeah. you're like, "Oh my god, it looks so, so much better with the tattoo." It was like some roses and some roses leaves on and the leaves. Chest. Very, yeah, very. But then she somehow um, used some sort of removal method, mm. home job, which I think there are like dodgy creams and shit you can buy. And it, I watched a documentary about it. Um, I can't remember where I saw it, but apparently you can buy the... Oh, I think it was one of those um, terrible ink shows on Stan oh, or yeah. something like that. And people will try to get like their ex's name totally bleached off their yeah. arm and I mean use surely, all these yeah. awful awful methods and it just leaves the most terrible, terrible scar and so much pain. Well, this chick, I think whatever she used had acid properties or something in it because her mm. skin literally was peeling off her body and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like burns and it left that kind of scarring that was like that puffy red it was like raised. pink white scar across yeah. her whole chest it pretty intense so painful. yeah i don't know don't buy shit off the internet i mean Look. i had a friend who was as white as me mm. and she bought home injections from the internet what like botox or something no, or fillers no it was just that we had no idea what was in it she said oh i just have to do these inject myself every 10 days and i'm going to be permanently tanned oh tanning injections it yeah. worked really healthy healthy tan but i'm like girl what do is you it? know what you're putting in your body Literally. that is insane you hear of people doing like internet job like oh bum fillers and shit and they're like cement <laughs> Are you serious? Have you seen no. – there's, like, all this stuff – I this is what I do at night. I watch, like, <laughs> weird shit on the internet. And 
people injecting their lips with cement and what? and like these like uh, implants in their asses that they can completely flip upside down. Like you can see them like rotating the whole I implant. I have seen people that have had like botched ones and they're like, oh look, I can turn this yeah, around until turn- it's square. You have yeah. to fix this up. Completely. <laughs> It just don't do that stuff. Go to a professional. Um, I do just want to do a shout out to Bare Skin's Laser, laser um, <laughs> Clinic in Frankston. They did a tattoo removal for me. Are you serious? Where? On my back. What? Uh, it took a year and a half. This is what I'm saying. Because I did walk in there and I was like, oh, next month it'll be gone. No, no. It does take a long time and they do special deals like book four sessions, you get the fifth free, that kind of thing. There is no scarring. There what? is no. You Trace. cannot tell there was anything there. Are you serious? I'm serious. Do it slowly. Do it with a professional. Wow, because there are a few tattoos on me that I want gone, but I'm so impatient that mm. I'm like, I'm just no. going to get them covered with no. bigger tattoos. Well, I mean, you can because you see so many people having tattoos lasered off, and they the 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 scars are just shocking, and you can still see shit and. Well, Rachel at Bare Skins, they're actually so good that they actually fix up mistakes that other laser clinics stuffed up. Like, they are really top end and their clinic is beautiful. It's clean. They've got all the latest equipment. Is it the one on ground floor in Bayside Shopping Centre? It's like next to – it's across from, like, the salon shop. Yeah. Yeah. It's real fancy. I walked past it a few weeks ago. they do, like, um, skin treatments as well. Because I've – always wanted to get rid of my mustache because I'm Italian and when I was in high school I had it lasered for months and it wouldn't go well go speak to Rachel but now I'm like I'm just going to embrace it I've seen people on the internet at the moment these girls putting mascara on their mustaches and it's hilarious Classic. and I yeah I want to see how bad mine is I've got a bridal client at the moment um because you know I do hair and makeup and and she said um oh if it's a bit stubbly, she goes, She goes. Oh, I just have this thing. I, I can grow a beard. What? And I was like, oh, that's a cool trick. Rad. Wait, a whole beard? Yeah, apparently. Fuck yeah. Good on her. Yeah. 2020. Sweet. I mean, I, I, you always get told myths and stuff like don't shave because it comes back comes thicker. Back, it yeah. doesn't come back thicker. It just looks thick because you've cut the hair in half. Mm-hmm. I shave my face, my mustache. It's very popular for women to shave their faces now. You just have to keep doing it. Apparently your makeup goes on so smoothly afterwards. I'd believe it. Mm. God, look at all the drag queens. Yeah. Shave yeah. straight before then they put on a, um, a cleansing mask, wait 15 minutes and then they have the most incredible makeup. You know, just don't judge people. Yeah, people are no hairy. Judgment. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? It's hair, Jesus. At least you're not growing little trumps on your face. That would be weird, wouldn't Dude, it? Dude, that's bad. Dude, that's <laughs> Go bad. Go to the doctor, please. Yes. All right. All right, let's talk about episode nine of Sing, Penny's Sing, Red Sing. Bull. Yes. Uh, which I'm not exactly sure of why it was called that. The song in the end, um, the jazz song. Yeah. That's called Sing, Sing, Sing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, oh, Diego's not going to Sing, Sing. He's going to San Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> of course he thought like that. That's great. No, as soon as I saw the title, I'm like, oh, shit, it's going to be a friggin' musical. Like, what else are they going to throw at us? It's going to be... It's gonna- Ugh. All right. It's been First. a while since I wrote these notes, but it's been a good couple of weeks. So. I wrote these this morning. I watched oh, good. both episodes, one after the other, cool. and I wrote 
I wrote it down while messaging you photos of botched tattoo botched removal, tattoo and, removal. And crime scene photos. And oh, dude, that one you sent me the other day. He survived, we'll talk about man. That. Dude, I can't deal. I cannot yeah. figure it out logistically. I showed my mum. She almost fainted and she's a nurse. Let's talk about it in episode one of season three of I Think okay, I Just Wanted right, because right. I want to talk about that. That's a little... Um, Hint for you guys to keep listening because soon we will be going back to season three. Yahoo yes. of I Think My Fridge is Haunted, yep. not TV. Okay. Okay, so episode nine, scene one. So we're just going in straight from the shootout yes. of the, the stranger shooting them uh, at their car with the, uh, the machine gun or the Tommy gun. And we can hear sirens coming in the distance and they're going through like, who could it be? The yeah. temple, the Nazis, City Hall. Yep. And Lewis reckons it's definitely a Nazi connection, and he draws a swastika on the dust. Very of the car. dramatically. No, it, no, it was in his blood because his hand was shot. Oh, that's right. And no, it, was, it wasn't dust; it was his blood, wasn't it? Was it was very dramatic, and I just thought, "Damn, that is the most like symbolic gesture." Drama. Drama. <laughs> Writing a swastika in your own blood, blood of a Jewish man. Yes. And he was really upset that his car was damaged too, which oh, I he don't was blame him. Super pissed off, yeah, because he really liked that car. And do you know what I always notice about that car is that its windscreen wipers look like Nathan Lane's eyebrows. No way. They're like kind of like they always look worried, like a little yeah. Pup dog. Well, the car looks worried too. I'd be worried if I was in that current climate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Lewis says to Tiago, "You don't know what I'm capable of." And it's kind of implied, it's like, oh, bitch, are you going to go kill all the Nazis? And like we said in our last episode, Lewis does have a tendency to go off kind of without thinking. Yes. I think that both of them do. I think yeah. every single character in this series has that tendency. Yep. Mm-hmm. Next scene, Townsend is reminiscing over the motorway. Um, Alex is trying to calm him down because he's having a little man tantrum. He's saying, no one loves me. I've written meltdown. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's he's cracking the shits. No one loves me. Nothing's going my way. Yeah, Beck is a bitch, all that shit. And then Alex Mm -hmm. says, well, Alex says that her and Kurt love him and soon the city will love him too. And he just keeps insisting that he needs to speak to his father, who we haven't met yet and we don't Mm -hmm. really know much about yet. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So at the craft house, Peter is worrying that they have moved too quickly with Elsa. Yes. Moving into the house and that the boys are suffering from the situation. Elsa is playing the lovely wife and mm. says they will all go out to see Robin Hood. Yeah. Bring cinema. the family together. Yeah. So he leaves the kitchen to tell the boys about her great idea. And then Elsa is sitting at this table all the while, by the way, Maria is washing the dishes. Yes. Um, and then Elsa spills on purpose a glass of orange juice and then goes, oh, could you come and clean this? I'm so silly, blah, blah, blah. So Maria walks over and starts to clean it up, and then Elsa asks Maria if she thinks she's a silly girl. And the whole time she's doing it to be quite patronising. Yeah. And then Maria, as a cleaner, and I agree with her because I'm a cleaner too, and I Guests ask me shit all the time that I have to act like, oh, no, you're great. You're fine, even though you shat all over the sink. Uh, and then and then Elsa asks, what do you think I am then? And then Maria says, well, I when I know, I'll tell you. Then Elsa says, 
when you know it'll be too late. Mm -hmm. So I hoped, I so hoped we could be friends. Then Maria says, you might as well howl to the moon. And that was in my, what I thought was she was implying she's linked um, Flesh Boy and the Coyote all to Elsa. So in a way she does know. It kind of proved that we, uh, that Maria can't actually see the connection between Elsa and Magda though. It's almost like there's a glamour. Yeah, I think there is definitely like a clouding effect. Yeah, yeah. And only Alex, uh, Elsa and my wife mm-hmm. can recognise that they're all identical. Yes. But everyone else has no idea, which is yep interesting. Okay, next scene. So just as we discussed uh, in the last episode uh, about Lewis being, you know... A little off... The hinges. Yeah, yeah. So he goes in all guns blazing into um, this posh country club to find Mr. Goss. Yeah. And he sits down at Mr. Goss's dinner table and he and he and he lets him know, I know what the Nazi state is is doing infiltrating LA. Yep. And he basically sits down. And he's like, so how's Adolf? Like, yeah, yeah. Isn't it like he's Lewis like, is hey, pissed. Nazis. Yeah, and Goss is sitting there with his friends who at this point we don't know if they're Nazis or not. They could just be like wealthy white people. Yeah, I think they were just associates of what, you know, golf friends or something. Yeah, and and then he basically pulls a a gun out of his pocket and says, if you're going to kill me, do it now. And he slides the gun across the table and makes Goss sound like an idiot because he's like, oh, you know, the safety switch is on. Uh, You just have to... Uh, release that and then you'll be able to use the gun just I think it was more it was like Goss has other people killing for him so he actually doesn't know how to kill anyone of he course. just has yeah, like yeah, assistance yeah. yeah so Lewis knows that yeah um and then he says he knows he tr- that it was the Nazis who tried to kill him last night knows who he is and said that he's a Jew and then Goss says he will find the nerd rocket nerd boy Brian. Brian. Um, and then Lewis insists that Goss just kills him now. And then Goss refuses. And he, the whole time he's doing this really cool, like he puts out his cigarette and he's kind of just like keeping his calm. And then mm-hmm. the chilling part is Goss then names Lewis's son, his son's address, then his daughter's address, and then um, told uh, Lewis that his daughter is actually pregnant and he's going to be a grandfather. So basically laying down all this shit that he knows about Lewis's yeah. entire family yeah, yeah. as a complete threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lewis, I think is, you can see him shitting himself, but at the same time he's trying to keep his guard up and he kind of picks up the gun and cocks it. He aims it at Goss, but then kind of tilts it up and puts it back in his pocket at almost like to me it's like I'm still going to kill you. you you've rocked me but I'm still going to kill you yeah this isn't over yep and then he gets up and leaves yep uh and then just really quickly we've got Molly and Tiago walking down the beach mm-hmm. they're talking about the secretive nature of their relationship again always they're just so full of their themselves these yep. two they're always oh we're so magical and mystical and everyone's <gasps> Isn't it a crime to be in love? Oh, two beautiful people. I just wrote beach with Tiago and Molly full stop because we all know where this is going to go. Well, Molly's encouraging Tiago to consider 
taking her out in public. She's kind of over the secrecy and everything. Yeah. And he's like, right, we'll go out. Yeah. And then we've got Townsend driving into his father's insanely huge and opulent estate. Uh, it's like got its own stunning. postcode. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> it's a gated house, a gated mansion, mm-hmm. and it's so big. I thought it, the whole thing was a gated community. Yeah, yeah. It has its own street and everything. It's crazy. I, it's beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and it's got all staff and things. And he's allowed into his father's office as if he is an employee. Yeah, only for I think ten minutes, a ten minutes slot. Yeah, they give him ten minutes. I, I noticed that the office is. It's grand and expensive looking, but it's very inhospitable. Completely. Like there was yeah. a lot of just kind of harsh lines. Yeah, yeah, totally. It didn't look like there was anywhere sort of comfortable to sit no. or anything. So he asks his father to back his motorway plans to City Hall. He gives quite a good speech, actually, um, but his father is really unpleasant and belittles his work, saying aviation is the future, not motorways. Yeah, which and is in- right. Well, I, I think it's probably both, but, yeah. um, you know, the point is... Um, yeah, it, it look, this scene was kind... I thought it was a little bit sad. It, yeah. Townsend was like, I've never, ever, ever asked you for a favour. I've never asked for your help, but I'm. this is the one and only time I'm asking for your help, just to back me on this. And mm-hmm. then the father is like, Beck, it's Beck's motorway, you know, you're being recalled. Mm-hmm. Um You've already lost this whole thing. And then and then he says, I know that even though you're fat, ugly and queer, it, you're weak and that's why I'm not backing you up. Which I thought was yeah. – it was sad. Yeah, like, it, was, it was As much really as Townsend sad. is siding with the Nazis and that's such a dick move, mm-hmm. he's had a really rough trot. Yeah. He's been the unpopular kid. He's, he's queer in a time where being gay was illegal. Um, yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Um, so Lewis goes over to Benny's new Beverly Hills house. Finally, we see everybody the hates Mafia. Raymond, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the house is full of contractors redecorating the house for him for his move to Beverly Hills. Um, not much is said in this scene apart from the fact that Lewis promises to be on Benny's side and for them to work together. Yeah, they shake hands and it's implied that a favour has been asked and confirmed. And at this point we're kind of – we're not sure. I thought it was that Robert was going to go and murder Goss, but we find out in a minute that it isn't. Yeah. 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 It goes in sort of a different way. Yeah. Um, So then we've got Maria getting off the bus. Um, coming home from the craft house and she sees Raul mm-hmm. and this was interesting because he says um, he wants to go back to oh, yeah, work yeah this was weird but he says he feels like he has a purpose since he got shot but he doesn't know what the purpose is yeah he says he's never felt the same since the hospital which is kind of weird because he did completely change as a character yeah, and when he got shot and even in the next episode as you guys will hear um there's no to his character there's no final resolution. yeah there's no resolution he's just mm. he just remains kind of the weird there's older a brother. few things that weren't sort of finished no. off by the end um so i i mean we can go into that a little bit later but yep. 
they kind of they finished it just I feel like they finished it just in case they didn't get renewed but they also left a couple of loose ends very much so just in case yeah um then Maria changes the subject and says oh take me out to the city Spoil your mama. And they do. Wah. Yeah, and I liked when she said, the hell with it. I'll pray tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> Cause you she will. Because she said she's been arguing with the German bitch all day. Yeah. Or the German witch. Witch. And bitch. <laughs> okay, we're at the police headquarters. Lewis mm-hmm. is on the phone to Dottie. Um, the commissioner then takes Lewis away and preps him for the pra- uh, transportation of Diago to San Quentin. Mm-hmm. And it was a very dramatic... A uh, sad scene, in a way. I think, um, you know, they were they were marching Diego out, and there were just cops everywhere, like and media. Yeah, and it was it was quite dark, and and Diego at one point says something like, "I thought I was going to be the king of Quinton or something," and San Quentin, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, I've put the message out." You know, yeah. and it was all kind of. He was starting to realize that it was all bullshit at this point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maria and Raul, is that you say his name? Raul. Raul. Are in the city heading to a jazz bar. Now, this jazz bar is gorgeous, but once again, it's another huge dance sequence. It's, it's the literally Crimson like. Cat. No, 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 it's the same place. Right. It's, it's the Crimson Cat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, it, it's turning into glee for me. <laughs> like, these incredible dance sequences. Oh, I love it. I love it. But. It's such a bizarre setting in such a series that, you know, previously was so dark. And it's like another dance sequence. But in the original Penny Dreadful, they did have Have big dance. Yeah, they did. Where people were. But it was still quite dark. Mm, I don't know. I found that the soundtrack changed really dramatically when they had their balls. Mm. Like there, there was actually some quite uplifting music. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right, actually. Um, so they rush, the uh, Maria and Raul rush to the centre and they start dancing. Mm-hmm. Then Raul bumps into a girl and they turn around and see that it's Josefina and mm-hmm. her hair is a beautiful red colour, like, like I said. Like you said. Yes. I thought it was weird that they would be going blonde. I was like, what? Yeah, gross. That's going to look so weird. But it was a good dye job considering she, she sat nice. with bleach in her hair for five minutes. Oh, no, no, but uh, Molly did say we wait half an hour. It's not half an hour job. Um, yeah, but maybe that She's was got only dark part of the hair. process. Maybe that was just okay, half I the process. So. Maybe I sat in the chair for seven hours to get my hair bleach blonde. <laughs> like, bitch, that's a half an hour job. Give me that bleach. Um, then they sit down and it's all happy and lovey and they all hug and catch up and laugh. And then um, Mateo... Fly Rico and my beautiful wife rock up. Mm-hmm. And look, I got a little goosebumps when they walked in because, like, the floor parted and, like, they kind of, like, skidded in and I, they, I they just all wrote, dressed they in They turn suits. up and it's fashion. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's like, totally. it was like fashion week. They're all posing. Oh, I love it. They're all doing, like, the, yeah, it was gorgeous. Spins and. Yeah. Mateo's got a really nice suit on. Beautiful purple suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the family all see each other. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah. Then Mar- Ma- uh, Maria says um, they they all come over and they all introduce and um, Maria's pretty pissed off because, you know, um, Mateo 
has no pride and he isn't a man and he's just wearing a big suit and he isn't a man, blah, blah, blah. He's a boy in a big suit. Um, and then they all kind of chill chill out a bit and, like, he has a go at her being like, oh, you know, um, I have pride in different ways than just being a man of the house mm-hmm. and so does Josefina and so does Tiago and so does um, – Raul, 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 Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then Rio defends him, saying he's a man now. Yeah, yeah, and then they all they all start dancing. Josefina yeah. is dancing with Fly Rico, yep. and everything's happy lala. And Rico tells Josefina she, um, she has her brother's moves, and she tells him she also has her brother's back. Boom! Mic drop. <laughs> I did like that part. I'm like, oh girl, you're smooth. If if he was dancing with me and he said that, I would have been like, oh. <laughs> I've been in such a mess. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's she kept her cool. Yeah. I don't know how she did it though because yeah, he's she's pretty awesome. special. Okay, so now we're at Rocket Boy and he's playing a board game with Dottie. He's, they're playing mahjong. Mahjong. Um, and then this guy's a little freak. I'm sorry. I don't like using that word, yeah. but this guy is a he's psychopath. A bit, he's getting a little bit weird. And he's drinking a yoo I know. This is, I think it's a yoo So Let's now blame the yoo We know what a yoo is now. Disgusting. It's kind of like a chocolate. Chocolate milk. Kind of a chocolate. I looked it up actually. It's a chocolate drink. It's not actually a milk drink. It's like, <laughs> it's like chocolate and water. Yeah. I know, right? Uh. But I think. It's, they still sell it in the US. Oh, that's worse. I and know. it sounds like a genital. It, yeah. So Dottie's kind of trying to pry out information about the the equations for the rocket and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, I've already finished that. I figured that out a while ago. Now I'm working on something bigger. Mm-hmm. And it was very much implied that he's working on an atomic bomb. Yeah. And she's like, mm, okay. Yep. And that's the first kind of sign where we're kind of like, all right, this kid's a bit munted. But we also notice that they're sort of forming kind of a bond yeah Dottie's of course after him yeah she's she she really loves him and is you know having fun playing board games and teach because he is a very innocent kid Mm. and that's the thing he's he's like clay he can he's his brain is ready to be malleable yeah exactly and Mm. I think he's just he has very evil tendencies yeah, and I think if he had sat with Dottie or stayed with Dottie longer, just Dottie, she could have worked something into him. But I don't know. But then again, he's like he's he's building a he's bomb very to blow disconnected up. The, yeah, though, he's isn't he? he's a bit sick. Uh, and then we see that Kurt is actually mm. spying on them outside in the dark, and he's setting up to shoot one of them through the window or both of them. And then just as he's about to shoot, a very nice car pulls up the drive. And Dottie tells Brian, grab your stuff. Uh, and it's actually Benny's men who are here to take them to another safe location. And yep. then Kurt just watches them drive off. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're in the city. Peter and the family are in their car on the way to see Robin Hood at the cinema. With a beautiful shot of vintage it's LA. stunning. From like with all the lights and stunning. the old cars. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Mm. The cinematography is gorgeous. Mm. I'll give them that. Yeah. Um, he's telling the boys how his first movie experience was a projector screen in a tent showing just footage of the world, really. Yeah. And I think they were implying that it could have been footage of America. Maybe that's why he's in America now. 
Potentially. Was, yeah. I mean, the very earliest moving pictures were just pictures of people going to market and yeah. men running and horses running. Totally. There was no narrative to it. it no, was, it was just footage, yeah. which it would have been crazy, mm. you know. Yeah. Then in the next scene, Molly and Tiago are walking down the city street and, oh, my God, they're heading to the, the Crimson, Crimson Cats. Cats. Oh, shit. They're going to run into everyone they know. I know. Small city, I folks. love it. And she says, what palace of vice are you taking me to? Which I loved. Yeah, it is a palace of vice. Love it. Rio sees them come in and she does not look happy. And she's kind of like, she's she's standing at an area in the club where she's able to look at everyone and she's kind of like observing each family member. Mm. Being like, mm, yeah. This is good. Did you notice her eye contacts were almost red? They're a very, very warm brown. Crazy. So, yeah, yeah, in some lights they could could be seen she as She almost red. looks sick. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's interesting that Magda didn't have, like, a character planted within the temple. Yeah, I mean, I thought, well, for a long time we thought Molly was... Well, I guess Molly kind of takes that because we didn't know if she was good or bad. Yeah, we didn't know what Molly was. Yeah. But we find that out soon, everyone. Um, then Molly and Tiago go to the family's table. Yep. And they all sit down and have a chat. Yep. Then Tiago goes to the bar to get a drink. Then Fly Rico, uh, approaches him and they're kind of like having a little bit of like a serious chat. And then Tiago's like, well, I'm off. What's the term? I'm off duty. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, yeah, he's off for the week or something. Yeah, he's Whatever. he's currently off duty and then Fly Rico says he's the same and then and then Tiago's like, Well, I'm working tomorrow, so in it kinda insinuating that I can arrest you tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Type bullshit. Yeah. And then um while Molly's sitting at the table with Maria and she's smiling and being the angel she is. Maria just kind of clicks and she then recognises who Molly is and absolutely loses her shit and starts yeah. abusing the shit out of her and saying, you stole my daughter, now you're stealing my son, I know yep. who you are, wah, 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 wah. Yep. Then um, Tiago rocks up and calms them down and stops the fight. Then Josefina rocks up and the whole family sits down. And, and Mateo's annoyed because Tiago's there. Um, yeah, it's just... Yeah. And everyone's kind of upset. And then Josefina is upset because Molly is dating her brother. Yeah, and, and Molly's not wearing her church whites. And it's all kind of, yeah, it's kicking off a bit. Yeah, and it's, it's quite hard to watch because it was very like, oh, guys, we watch TV to get away from our families arguing. <laughs> now we're just watching families arguing. So then Tiago um, sort of steps in and he tells them all to stop and chill and they have to accept Molly. And, uh, and then Tiago he, tells yeah. Mateo, we're going to talk sometime. And Tiago does this big ego speech about, this is who I am. Yes. And at that point, I just wanted to strangle everyone. <laughs> then they all just hit the dance floor and we have a big of a boogie. And we have another montage. Yes, very fast scene, montage. We've had a lot of these in this season. And so I enjoy it because I know it means the episode's almost over. I love this season. I mean, I've got a lot of problems with it, but I do love it. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) So the montage. This scene was cool. It was sad, but very cool. So in between really fast Mm. uh, images of people having a really good time dancing to swing swing music, um, while that's happening, Lewis is 
being handcuffed to the inside of the van while the racist cops... Now, I was really scared in this scene. Yeah, it was bad. I was like, oh. I thought they were going to kill Lewis. I thought yeah, he was going to be lynched. Me too. I went, holy shit, he literally cannot get out of this. Yeah, so yeah. they, the in the paddy wagon, they pull up to this... Um, this street part of the land. street, yeah. And, and it's in Belvedere Heights as yes. well. So, yeah. yeah. And they've handcuffed Lewis and um, Diego. And there's a, there's a noose and they, and they end up lynching um, Diego mm-hmm. in this Mexican neighbourhood. And the whole time, for some reason, I thought there were two nooses there. But it must have just been one of the other cables to, to pull him up by. Right. Because I thought Lewis was going to be hanged. I really shat myself. Right. But no, they lynch him while everyone is, you know, it's cutting back to the other scene of everyone dancing and Lewis is crying and this poor kid is like, it's a slow hang. Yeah, they just kind of pull him up and Real let him. Real slow and he's just. He's, and just let him. Yeah. Hang. Suffocate. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that. And then we've got Rio back in the club. She's looking on at. The family are all happy now and they're all drinking together and we get this impression that Lou, uh, Rio feels like she's losing um, her grip on them. Yeah, she's she's going a bit crazy. Yeah. You can see like in her eyes that she's not – it's not going to plan. Everyone's getting along now. So the episode was dedicated to Brian Dennehy who actually played Townsend's father who passed away oh, in April – Wow. Yeah, and he was quite a pro- prolific actor going I, – I looked him up on IMDb and he just – he'd done a lot of work for going back like 40, Whoa, 50 years. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So All right. the next episode pretty much literally takes off – Our last – this is our – is it confirmed that this is the final episode? Well, for the season it is. We have confirmation on that? Yeah, it's the end. It is? Okay, sick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the end because um, Wikipedia said there was just going to be 10 episodes. Good. And That's also, good. I mean, the end of it, I mean, it was pretty... They no, I see. It, like, I don't it was, think it was finalised at all. Okay. I was, we'll, we'll go into it. I could not believe it just ended. So episode 10 is called Day of the Dead. Yes. And it opens up with my favourite character, yeah. Santa Morte. This was a cool episode. I loved it. It was a good episode. Really, really it was very fun. You, yeah, a lot happened. A, and and the whole thing was a montage. Like, yes. did you notice the whole – there was hardly any talking. It was just kind of – It was just stuff happening. Just rolling. One, one after Yeah, a, there were no, another. like, stagnant – there weren't – oh, there were a few stagnant scenes. Like, it's interesting that you say but that, But it was a montage. quite often they'll end an episode with a montage. Totally. And this now is like they're ending the ending season, season with an episode one. that's just one big montage. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Santa Morte coming out of the shadows and then the lights come back, come up and she's actually in the middle of the dance floor at the Crimson Cat. Yes. On the same night where we were last episode. So we know something bad is yep, about to Yeah, there's about to be death. Involving a lot of people. Yeah. If she's in the middle of a crowd. And she's looking sad and everyone around her is almost in slow motion. And it was, it was very beautiful. Mm. Then as she's kind of making her way through the dance floor, Lewis rocks up. Well, Tiago is dancing with Molly and he's yes. telling her all about uh, Dia, de los, Dia de los Murtos. And that's how it's happening the following week. Yep. So it's the, oh, yeah, the yeah, day yeah. or day the, the series of days where they, where they honour their dead. And um, then Lewis kind of bursts in in Lewis's 
He's stressed. Like Crazy he's bumping way. into people and he's kind of like not approaching mm. Tiago straight away. He's kind of just like hovering a bit. Yeah. And um, tells him that the kid had been lynched. Yeah. Diego's just been murdered uh, out in Belvedere Heights and then everything starts to move really fast. Yes, very fast. Lewis takes Molly out to go to Tiago's apartment and Tiago tells Raul, take um, Maria and Josefina home. And then before he can get a chance to tell Mateo what's happened, mm. Rio and Rico Well, this child runs in. Child runs in. There's like a little boy who runs into the scene and goes straight to Rio <gasps> and um, Rico. Yeah, so one of their little birds. Little message, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And as soon as you see that kid rock into this adult bar, you're like, oh, God, he knows already. Go straight up to those two. Then um, Rico grabs a mic and announces that Diego has been murdered by the cops and the whole uh, club just goes up and screaming. Everyone's like shocked and angry. And he and Rio kind of have this back and forth where – She's trying to wind the crowd up with violence. Yeah, she grabs the mic and she's like, it's time for us to fight, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then – and at this this was the first time in the whole series when I real, I recognised that Rio and Fly Rico weren't the same person. I thought he was another flesh boy. You know, we were talking this about it. And you see him looking at Rio like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, they're not communicating. This is when we realise that that theory that we had is is probably not what we thought. Yeah, that's it. Um, Rio's trying to wind them up with violence. Rico tells them they will march to Belvedere Heights peacefully to take down Diego, uh, Diego's body and they will bury him as family. And Rio... She's like she she knows that she's lost Rico and yep. Matteo is really her only card left to play yep. left to play with the, the Pachucos. Yep. And then the whole club leaves the venue and they mm-hmm. start walking through the main strip of LA where we had previously seen the Croft family um, in sitting the in their car. Yeah. And at this point, they're coming back from the movies. Everyone mm-hmm. is really happy. Elsa's smiling. The kids are talking about, oh, my God. It was such Robin a great was movie. such a good movie. Yeah. Who's your favourite character? And then they look up and they see the mob walking down the street yes. towards them. And at this, this part was cool. This part was cool. Elsa makes direct eye contact with Rio. Yes. And she gives her... This really little nod. It's a tiny it's, nod. It's, it, I almost like that. I was like, it was she like a nod at her. Yeah, it was like her eyes kind of like, f- her eyelids kind of like, sh- they they just her eyes change for like a split second. And then Rio and, kind of like nods back. Yep, and pull and jumps out of the scene. And then as soon as that happens, Flesh Boy just starts screaming. Yes. And Peter freaks out, puts his foot on the gas, and pins one of the um, civilians to a car. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Rio screams, they're running us down. They're killing us. And, and she jumps onto a car and starts really winding people up. Yeah, and then people go crazy and mm-hmm. they start beating at the car. And the sailors come. Sailors rock up from, I don't know where from the hell they, they were. They, they just came out of a shop in their little seaman outfits. No, they were, came out of a bar. 
And I was right. like, well, the sailors are here. Now well, now the musical's going to start. It's really going to hit Now we're going to get fans. the big singing number, Jesus Christ. Well, they I thought start. That I was like, as soon as I saw the sailors, I'm like, oh, it's going to be the whole YMCA. Like, we're going to have, like, the leather bound. Cowboys are going to rock up. We're going to have the bikies. Where's the construction worker? <laughs> How good would that have been? <laughs> but sadly, there was no dancing. No, nah, uh, the of sailors start brawling with the Chicano people. Yeah, and then there's can, a fire in the we background. See, we can see fire starting, and then a man breaks. <laughs> this the is so car. hard to keep up with. I was like, "There's a lot going on." Typing and watching at the same time, just being like, "Oh God, there's a fire!" And now there's a sailor, and then King yeah, Kong yeah. rocks up, and then there's yeah. Homer Simpson is running around, and it's just it does yeah, not then, stop. Then that big stone ball from from freaking the Lost Raiders of the Lost What's Indiana his name? Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's fire in the street. Then someone takes a bat to the Croft's car. Yes. Smashes a window, which then collides with Tommy's head. Little Tommy. And um, he's showered with glass. Yeah, and he has one, like, glass spike in his head. Yes. And Dr. Croft has to pull it out. Yeah, he's pulling it out. This kid's screaming his little ass off. Everyone's fighting at this point. And then we see this alleyway where Rio and Fly Rico are running down. Um... And they they come together and then um, Rio says, this isn't a time for peacemakers, my love, mm-hmm. and stabs him in the chest and kills Fly Rico. And all the while, Mateo is behind seeing this happen. Then she hands him the bloody knife that she just used to murder Rico with and says, the king is dead. And I thought that was a, that was a waste of a good, stylish dude. Oh, mate. I mean, he was, he was gorgeous. Everyone needs. He Fly lived Rico. up to his name. He was Fly he Rico. Was Fly Rico. Yeah. But I did. I I recent one of the audio books I just listened to. I um, they're making it into a TV show, mm. and he's actually in that. Yeah. So um, well, that's I was a like, that's well, a thing I forgot to mention in the dance scene at the beginning of the or the ending of last episode, um, when that whole group walk in and the family are all sitting at the table mm. and they start dancing, I thought, oh, God, now Marie is going to see that her son's bisexual with this, like, they're in a, 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 a an open relationship. Triangle. Yeah, and I'm like, God, oh, we've got more, you know, issues with the... I'm not sure we could even have fit that into this There episode. was just so much going on. a lot. Yeah. And then while um, Rio hands Mateo the knife, Tiago just rocks around the corner and sees a dead body, sees Mateo holding a knife. Mm-hmm. And he goes to say something and then the sailors rock the up. The sailors come. Again, they just appear in a big pack mm-hmm. and they start beating the shit out of Tiago. Yes. And then who comes and stops? Well, Mateo and Rio fight them off. Uh, and they run off. Yeah. And oh, were, yeah, that's right. Mateo was stabbing, stabbing them. them. And, and Rio, I think, even tried to slash one of their throats. But they run off and then Tiago is lying there just beaten on the ground and then Mateo says, goodbye, brother. And then we see a final shot of the street just in total chaos. Yeah, and that was the opening scene. Yeah. Pretty much. So there was a lot, a lot going on right there. Yeah. Next scene is Tiago is in his apartment looking out the window. There are now military trucks patrolling the streets. Mm. Um, 
we pan back inside the room and Molly is talking about her childhood. Again. Again, and oh, I just wish I had a bunk bed with a sister and we could fight over who gets the top and who gets the bottom. And I used to live in a car and all this shit. And meanwhile, Tiago is sitting there like, Bitch, I don't fucking care. I think she was genuinely trying to take his she mind was. off things. And she was cleaning up his hand, which totally. was wounded. She was, but all Molly knows what to, how to do is to talk about how unfortunate her childhood was, whereas I think she, she, she tries to empathise with, with people, but yeah, it doesn't from, quite... It doesn't quite relate. Equate. Yeah. Um. Then, yeah, Tiago cracks it and Molly starts crying and begging to leave the town and move into a small house in Mexico or, or like going to New York and they're kissing and it's all romantic again. Then the phone rings. Oh, and she also mentions that her mother had four children before her, but yeah. they all died. Yeah, and I was like... Mm. And she's trying to convince them to go somewhere remote and they can just leave their own lives behind and just live together in yeah, Mexico. Yeah, she's like... I'm. She's like... Molly hates Sister, Sister Molly. Molly. Yeah. Then the phone rings and Tiago answers it and it's Lewis. Mm-hmm. And Lewis is like, I'll meet you downstairs in 10 minutes, get your shit. We have to go to somewhere. And then Molly, there's a change in Molly. Mm. And it, it was very realistic and it was quite sad. And as soon like as she, she chained, had, I was like, this girl come, has depression. Yeah, she she has come to a really um, strong realisation. Yeah, she's like, she had like this kind of this look in her eyes and she's like, oh, you know, go to work, honey, it's fine. I'm just going to stay here for a bit. Mm-hmm. And straight away I'm like, fuck, she's going to kill herself. And he says, can I see you after your service tonight? She's like, of course. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, she's going to kill herself. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't in this scene. Um, then we then we're at Townsend's office. He's laughing his ass off, reading newspaper about all the riots, and he's eating breakfast. He's stuffing his mouth with sausage, and he's lo- he's just he's just like a madman. He's he's laughing and he's he's looking at the headlines saying martial law. Yeah, he's starting to sound a lot like Hitler. Um, he's he, he's super enthusiastic about creating. America's own thousand-year Reich, Reich, Reich. And he says the the racial upheaval that's just happened will give him more votes to put the freeway through Belvedere Heights. Yeah, he and just needs the votes happens. of white people. And he says he'll be mayor, they'll start their own Reich, and they will start trading um, with Germany. Yeah, he's like, Germany's the first country we'll start trading with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he can be as gay as he wants after that. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to fuck all the German men and yep. all this shit. Then um, Peter is tending to the cut on Tommy, Tommy's head. This was sad. It was sad, but, I mean, these are pretty protected children. True. It's just a cut on your forehead. Get over it. Oh, it was pretty bad. It wasn't that bad. He had a shot. He of wasn't even concussed. Coming out of his head. They didn't even knock him out. Uh, Kids always cut their heads. I don't know. It was no, bad. it's only bad if they're concussed, in my opinion. And he this kid was been. not it concussed. Didn't say whether he was or not. No, he's clearly he's fine. He just had a cut. <laughs> so I would have rubbed some lemon into it. Tommy is saying he's like, scared. I hate everyone. I hate the Mexicans. Why did they do this to me, Papa? Yeah, he's saying he hates them. He doesn't. 
know why they hurt him and Dr. Kraft tells him not to hate people because basically it's a corrosive emotion that yes. causes people to get lost. Yes, however, he was very nice about this. However, he has a look on his face where he's questioning what he's just tell, told his... Yeah, his or I think, and he's also scared because he's like, great, now my kid has a fear of people and, and he's, he's starting to hate. As a little kid, he's learning to hate. And not just people, but people of other races. A race, yeah, a different race. And then we cut and Elsa is listening to the radio and how it's saying there's a citywide curfew. Yeah. And did you, this whole time, God, I felt like it was chiming in with our current situation. It's, this whole season has been that's supposed to be what it's about. How do they predict that shit though? We've got the riots and then we've got curfew now with COVID in Melbourne, having yeah. all these like areas cut off you know it's weird but this type of thing has i mean not exactly got COVID, trump being a nazi like i think this weird shit this was written in in a trump america mm. um i don't know it's it, just kind of chiming in it, but you know there's been race riots before totally it's just very weird timing yeah i think is. um then says he needs to make a statement to the german american bond bund which bund. i had to look up Bund. Um, oh, and Dr. Cross said that Tommy had to have 11 stitches. Yeah, he's like, 11 stitches in that little head. I'm like, honey, that kid's head is not that little. So she convinces them that they are surrounded by enemies and the children should be taught strength. She tells them about how she was raped by soldiers mm. during the First World War and Dr. Kraft taught her to rise, uh, raise her head up. So she now needs him to be who he truly is. And then she stands up and gives the Nazi salute. She's like, Heil Hitler. And he's just standing there. He's like, Like, you can see his, like, lip twitching, being like, do I do this shit? Do I do this shit? And he doesn't do anything, but, I mean, the The scene scene just cuts. cuts. Yeah. So, So, yeah. Um, Then Tiago and Lewis are driving through checkpoints that are leading to Tiago's house where they have hidden Nerd Boy. Yep. Um... And they're all discussing how they're going to transport him to a safe space. And um, Lewis has brought Benny's men to Maria's yes, house. Everyone's there. So it's kind of um, being sort of looked after by yeah, the, the security ma- and shit mafia. everywhere. And um, Benny is cooking with Maria yeah. with um, a cute little apron on. Yeah. And Brian is there and Dottie is there. And Lewis tells Tiago the Nazis know about Dottie's house. Yep. Um, I'm not sure how he knows that they know about Dottie's house. Because the Nazis know everything. All right. Uh, And (laughs) that Benny's men will camp out at Maria's to look after Brian. And in the meantime, Benny plans to drive Brian to Baja. And then from there, they will fly him to Mr. Lansky in New York. Yes. Then our next uh, scene is Goss is in his office... With Kurt, and they are trying to figure out where they have now transported the nerd. Mm-hmm. Then um, Kurt actually straight away brings up how they could just be hiding at Tiago's house. Yeah. And he hits it on the head, and Goss basically says, Bring back Brian alive, but have fun with the others. Yep. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And then Kurt leaves. Uh, then we're at the temple. And Molly is getting ready to do her sermon for the evening. Adelaide is objecting to Molly's decision to talk about the night before's events to the congregation. And Molly tells Adelaide, um, 
she needs to give them some comfort. And she also tells her that she's leaving after this sermon. Yep. She doesn't know where she's going. And she um, shows um, Adelaide her self-harming scars. Yeah. And so then Adelaide goes a bit crazy. So Adelaide's um, response was interesting. So yeah. first she gets mad and she tells her she has a responsibility to the temple and then she changes really suddenly to loving... Um, with, but very manipulative. But very manipulative and using guilt <clears throat> um, to say that her other babies had died so that Molly could live. And she sacrificed so much for Molly to get to this point. And then she goes on to admit that she had orchestrated the Hazlitt murders and Molly is genuinely shocked. Yeah, and she's like, I did this so you wouldn't have any distractions. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also, uh, Adelaide was also saying... You know, if I could have those four babies again, I'd crush their skulls with my foot in order Which to have... Which was a bit extreme. Yeah, um, Adelaide's a crazy bitch. She's a psycho. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out that Hazlitt had uh, threatened Molly's position in the church with their affair, so Adelaide killed him, quotation marks, for Molly. Yeah, and set that scene up in to make it look like Mexicans are behind it. Mm. Which chimes in with Molly because she's in love with... Well, yeah, it really backfired on her because she ended up falling in love with the detective yep. looking at, at um, the case. Okay, then Lewis and the family are getting ready to move the nerd. And Maria is writing down her recipe for Mexican mole. And then Dottie <laughs> gives him some more yoo-hoos. Yep. <laughs> A whole bag of yoo-hoos. A whole bag of vaginas. Um, and then they escort him to the car and drive away. All the while, Kurt is spying from another car so this was interesting because um it was just Mm. lewis tiago benny and brian in the car and they didn't so they so they didn't take another car as kind of like a like security but i guess but the other guys were looking after maria's house i suppose yeah and 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 those in the car already armed and they're true you know okay yeah yeah, and they're driving through the hills at night yeah meanwhile kurt is Probably, I'd say, 100 metres behind them in his car with his lights on. And I still he just don't understand how... Conspicuous. There's no, like... <laughs> I just don't <laughs> understand how they, they don't even, like, register that they're being tailed. It's like it's like that scene where Lewis is spying on the Nazis from across the hill. And he's standing in a clear paddock with it's no shrubs and thing. shit. And he's standing there with binoculars. And yes. it's like, oh... We're in the 30s. This shit, you, you can, you know, you are hidden. Again. We do not suspect that we can be spied on. Yep. Yeah. No, no tree branch hat, nothing. Anyway, um, the nerd starts to mention the bomb and how yes. he's created this. He's trying to finish this bomb, but so far he's made a nuclear, he's making a nuclear bomb where it's so intense that not only will it, poison and kill cities but it could also catch the whole um atmosphere atmosphere on fire um it's massive nuclear so that shit means that's thousands of years of poison in the water and the dirt and the yep. air and you know um and he's very nonchalant he's he's weird as hell he's telling him he's about he's it, drinking like- his fucking yoohoo as he's as he's saying this and you know, um, he's saying he's created a bomb that he could almost control the trajectory of where this explosion goes. Mm, mm. Um, 
so he's created, yeah, this, I mean, don't mess with nuclear, don't mess with nuclear bombs. But all he wants is someone to praise his work. He doesn't seem to realise how many people's lives will be literally destroyed by this. Oh, he's, he's, he's ruining the earth. He's, um. And that's what they said. They're like, is this what you want to gift the earth mm -hmm, with? mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, among many other things. Yeah. It's like, you little... F- 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 and then they you little prick, of- if, you, if you gift the earth with this bomb, even that sentence you just said wouldn't work because you're destroying the planet anyway, so you won't be able to gift other... Sh- I was just like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Another thing that proves that he didn't really know what he was talking about is that he is telling this to two cops, a mafia boss all from minority groups who are well aware that this weapon will be used specifically on minority groups. Oh, this is the thing. He's, he's, he's an idiot. There's something he's – I don't know whether he's a psychopath. I think he is. He just doesn't seem to get it. He's just so naive in the way he speaks. Like, he's mm. like It's like he's talking about how you and I would talk about how we're knitting a scarf. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, and then I'll just I'll do something after that, and it's yep. great, mm-hmm. and people think it's cute. The, yeah. it, he's crazy, and everyone's looking at each other, and Tiago is looking at Lewis, and Lewis is looking at Tiago. Like, this is bad. And I'm just like, you have to kill him. You have to put this kid out of everyone else's misery. Yep. Next scene, Adelaide, uh, we've, we've got a scene of the whole auditorium waiting for Molly's sermon. And Adelaide is frantically searching for Molly. And she can't find her. Yeah. She's going through a bedroom, going through the makeup area, going through backstage, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then at Maria's house, Josefina tells Maria she didn't find what she was looking for at the temple. And Maria tells her it's not like how she was when she was little and she said that they were safe. She said they're not safe. And she begins to sing her a lullaby called Este Niño Lindo. It was beautiful. Yeah. And then this lullaby carries throughout the rest of the episode. Um, so then we start our montage. Yeah, the montage really hits. Um, the car with Louis, Tiago, the nerd and the... And Benny. And Benny, they pull over. Louis says he needs to pee. Meanwhile, Kurt has pulled up 100 metres from the car and is clearly sitting there wait- and they still haven't like... Let's just not question it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Lewis says he needs to pee. And he asks Brian if he's like, do you need to pee? He's like, no, I'm fine. He's like, like, well, come on, come come to work. Come to the the beach. Which I thought was weird because he's like, I need some company. And I'm I'm like, do you need this boy to come with you to piss? (laughs) And meanwhile, this kid doesn't pick up that anything is suspicious. Yeah, but. We already know he's an idiot. Yeah. This is like, he, he, he's, he's so yeah, malleable. Yeah, he's like something very wrong with him. And it's a really nice night. It's, it's a moonlight stunning. beach. And I said to my husband, oh, he's going to do the look at the flowers from Walking Dead. Totally. Totally. That's what it reminded me. No, no, no. Walking Dead and um, and Breaking Bad. If you've seen it, yeah, I have. Oh, the scene where the no, it's it no, it's not Breaking Bad. It's Better um, Call Saul. Better Call Saul. I haven't watched it. Yeah, there's a scene where my favorite person on the planet, Mike, mm. 
walks out a German. Oh, yeah? And says, look at the beautiful stars, and he yeah. executes him. It's that old chestnut. Which, honestly, is the way I would like to go. <sighs> yeah. But I think I'm too clued on. As soon as, see, even now, if Chris, if you walked me out into the, into the driveway, into the car park, and said, oi, Ed, look at that cool-looking bird, I'd be like... I'm about to be murdered. Esther, look at the freshly laid car park. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> uh, Bury me under it, Gemma. Bury me under it. And then, um, and then, of course, he says, look at the stars. And, um, and he's like, look how beautiful the sky is. Yeah. And, and the kid's like, yeah, it is pretty beautiful. And even though we all know what's about to happen, I was still sitting there being like, you would still blow up this scene that you're looking at. Like, that's how contradictory it. It, just it is. It's like, get yeah, it. it really is beautiful. It's like, you're making an, a nuclear bomb. And I guess... That's how out of touch you are with everything. I suppose it's interesting as well, because when they were in the car and he was talking about the bomb, he said it's like, it's going to be like a thousand suns um, exploding Yeah, he at said once. that. And then he's looking up at the stars, which are like a thousand suns. Completely. So, it Look, kind of... It, it was very poetic and very beautiful but i think the real justice would have been waiting for world war ii to happen taking this kid to a concentration camp after liberating it's too dangerous all the jews and having him see what evil is because he's been so protected and like but he's too much of a um commodity oh i know but i he, he deserved more than a bullet in the head in my opinion did he though he needed to be sh- scared. At the end of the day, he was just a very clever maths boy who yeah, didn't realise. he needed realize. to be scared though. He mm. needed to go, oh, wow, this is what I could have created, in my opinion. But would he have got it? Even even if he saw it, would he have got it? Well, that's the thing. This is the thing. We don't know. I mean, Hitler was a psychopath, so I don't know. Anyway. So then... Um, we, oh, sorry, we hear the bullets. We see the... The, the flash, the flash of the, the gunpowder, gun and Kurt is sitting in the car, and he'd been instructed specifically to bring back Brian alive, mm-hmm. and he's like, and he's sitting there shit. watching them shoot him. And I thought, oh god, he's going to go and kill everyone now in the car, but he doesn't. He just kind of sits in the car, and he's like, oh, all right, yeah, but he's kind of sitting there. He's kind of like, oh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> I, like, oh, I thought I thought they were just having a a a, a pee a, a pee together. <laughs> Just an old man and a young boy peeing on the beach. And Benny and Tiago are just watching from the car and they don't do anything because they're all in agreement about what needs to happen. Yep. Now, the next scene is my favourite scene. It's my favourite too. Yep. So So Molly is wading into the baptism pool. Yep. And Santa Morte appears to her and she's also in the pool. Yeah, it's this is really special. Yeah. And I think it was Santa Morte says sister. Yeah. And then she says, do you want the top bunk or the bottom? And Molly just looks like it's the best question she's ever been asked. And she says, you choose. Yeah, because she was in, I don't know, I can't remember if you mentioned it, but when she was last with Tiago, she was talking about how all she wanted was a sister, all she wanted was a top and bottom bunk argument. Mm-hmm. And um, Santa Morte, Mort- oh, Jesus, I'm not speaking properly today. Santa Morte. Is that how you say it? Santa Morte. Morte. They're both kind of crying, like they're teary, happy crying. Yeah. And they're embracing each other and they're calling each other sister. And as it's kind of panning upwards, so it's a bird's eye view of them hugging each other in the water. And mm-hmm. they're both in their their gowns, gowns representing their 
each of the religions. Yeah, and at first I thought, oh, wow, maybe Sister Molly was legit and she, like, represented what Santa Morte was but in the Christian faith. Hmm. But as we're panning up, there's, like, a small cloud of blood. Yeah, you can see it sort of clouding around them. Yeah, very slowly. I wasn't sure. I was Me like, neither. I was like, has she drugged herself? Is she going to drown herself? And then no, you I, see the blood well, yeah, coming around Well, yeah, her wrists had been cut previously, so that's yeah. probably the way she was going to do it. So that was really sad, but yeah. I think it was a really well done scene. It was beautiful. I thought it was gorgeous. Next scene, Peter is at his desk. Um, he pulls out a medal and puts it around his neck. Now, I'm not sure what this medal represented. It could have been bravery. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a blue and silver one. We need to ask our friend. I Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure what that meant. So he puts it around his neck while and he's looking at a photo of his sons. Mm-hmm. I actually thought he was going to commit suicide. Because it was very spelled out like that. Like he's putting this medal, he's emotional, he's looking at his sons in a photo. You can see his reflection through the photo. And then he um, stands up and he salutes Hitler. Mm-hmm. And while he's saluting Hitler, he's crying. Yeah. So he's kind of given in to all the pressure. And he's cho- he's chosen to join the people he promised he would never yep. join. Yeah. And then soon after that, Adelaide finds Molly's body in the pool. Yeah, blood everywhere. She slit her wrists and she's definitely dead. So then Lewis and Tiago have pulled over at a service station Mm. and while Lewis is in like the shop kind of area, he hears on the radio that Sister Molly has died and then he walks off into the distance and we see him telling Tiago outside the news. Uh, So then this timeline confused me a little bit because we go back to Belvedere Heights and the community is celebrating Dia de los Muertos Mm. in a cemetery filled with candles and music and drinks. They're at the grave of their father and Mateo is there too. So I'm thinking this is skipped to a few days later. Well, I'm not sure... I'm going to go back and see if Tiago was wearing the same suit because he was. in the show this is two days and he said the ceremony was – he said that the holiday was going to be mm. in a week. So I th- – and – Oh, yeah, you're right then because Molly was meant to see him after her service and that was the night. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it was a week. It was I a little bit it, confusing it because he kind of has the same sort of suits in every scene. It's like he that does. washed out brown grey. Yeah, he does. Uh, and by that point, the whole family knew that Molly had died because Tiago rocks up and they all and, and Maria, Maria embraces gives him, him a hug, kind of like I know what you're going through type of yeah, thing. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And he starts crying. And then they dance uh, and they pray, and then everyone leaves the cemetery except for Tiago. And as he's kneeling down at the grave, Magda appears behind him. She tells him there will come a time when the world is ready for me. That whole speech that she gave at the start of the season about brother turning on brother and race turning on race. So then uh, 
it looks like the prophecy is coming true because we're seeing in the daytime now um, Belvedere Heights is being demolished yes to make room for the motorway as the people of the town watch on and also watching on are Alex Townsend Kurt Adelaide and Mr Goss yep and then it pans and there's Lewis and Tiago watching as well and they're leaning against an, um he must have got a new car I guess yeah, it's cute still. It's yeah. not as nice as the other one, though. <laughs> and Le- Lewis is saying, um, we need to stay in LA. We need to keep fighting. And Tiago tells him, this freeway, it's not just a freeway. It's a way to segregate the minority groups like walls. Yeah, he said it's a population control. They're not building yeah. roads. They're building walls. Which this is not the United States of America. Obviously, this is... A reference to Trump. Trump, definitely. And then, interestingly, for the first time in the entire show, he breaks the fourth wall and he looks at the camera. And oh, he wow, says, I didn't notice that. He's, he says, this is not the United States of America. Wow. So this is very much a reflection on the current state of affairs in the US. Wow. And that this damn. show has been a reflection on uh, what's going on. That's and, very And as you said, it was very much a coincidence that... Um, it came out when it did because things just got so much worse when it came yeah. out. Yeah, shit. And that was it. That was it. So, so w- yeah. what were your final thoughts? Um, honestly, I was disappointed in the entire season. There were some cool scenes. It was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. The whole series was stunning. The cinematographer, the f- cinematography, the fashion, mm-hmm. the music. Yep. Gorgeous. Hair and makeup. Hair and makeup. Costumes, um, the yeah, I mean, the, everything I was had, visually in, very beautiful. I, I, I mean, I, I had a couple of issues with a couple of episodes, the direction, the, yeah, but um, overall, I, I, I really, really, really enjoyed this show. Awesome. I just had, yeah, I had a few points. I maybe I haven't been too kind to it in the entire time that we've been talking about it, but um, well, that's the interesting thing. I don't know if we hadn't been reviewing this. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it more because I would have been watching it in a relaxed state mm-hmm. and kind of like watching it for joy. Whereas because I've been reviewing every episode, I think I've been criticizing it more. So I don't know if yeah. I would have enjoyed it in a different, you know, setting. But overall, I didn't. It I didn't like the whole series. Okay, I love Penny Dreadful. Yeah, love the previous stuff. But this shouldn't have been classed as a Penny Dreadful. I have mixed feelings about this. It was bizarre to me. The creator says that it's a Penny Dreadful story. Mm. So it's not necessarily in that multiverse. Right. Which I wish it was because I would have loved to have seen the werewolves, Mm. um, you know, that we saw in the first series and, 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 uh, you know, some witchcraft and that kind of thing. I definitely had an issue with the fact that we didn't see any backstory whatsoever of the demon character and the angel Yeah, there character. was just no real explanations to anything. Where do they come from? Who are they? We we never saw a great war. I mean, yes, there, that, there was minor wars, mm. but it's definitely there was the so beginning much, of a bigger picture, though. They, they had such a storyline and such a introduction they could have made something absolutely incredible Mm -hmm. and they just wound down too many rabbit holes and it just kind of led to them you could see them freaking out that there was no to me there wasn't a real resolve to anything 
but like I said before, like I, I think they could easily go into another season or they could just leave it there. Well, like, that's that's their only option, I think. To go into another season. Oh, no, to, to do like to a, leave it. An, the final episode having – being able to go either way. Mm. Because I don't think they'll do another re- another season because it w- I don't think it was popular at all. No one's talking about it. Yeah, but also the, the, um, the promo was terrible for it. Promotion was crap. I reckon before they even put it on air – they mm-hmm. realised they had – it was like the movie Cats. It's really weird. I've, and I've seen interviews with even the actors and they even seem like, yeah, it's just the thing I did, whatever. That's it. It reminds me of Cats. Like if you, uh, if you look at interviews and footage of any of the actors that were in Cats, like for example Rebel Wilson, whenever she's doing – you see her on like award ceremonies and stuff, she, she takes the piss out of the movie Cats. Mm. And they will not pro- – the promotion was shit for that movie. I think most of the promotion came from word of mouth of how totally. terrible it was. It's like this. This wasn't a bad show. It was beautiful. It, the acting was lovely. It was stunning to watch. Had really cool actresses and actors. Mm. But the promotion lacked before it even came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was definitely it's a, there's a few parts about it that's a bit mystifying. Um, I have a few questions. One is um, why didn't we see the scene with that main promo shot for the show of Magda with the black hat? I think a lot of scenes were cut. Maybe. And, and who was that? Was that supposed to be Rio? I I guess yeah. I think so. I think um, it was. There were a lot of scenes that were cut. There were a lot of um. Because I was like, well, why are they using that for promo when yeah. you never... Because I wanted to see that whole outfit. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I wanted, that's it. I wanted more of her, of Natalie Dormer's characters. Yes. Like, we never really got to see any resolve with Alex and Elsa. It was kind of like... Yes. It was To me, it was very bizarre. Beck, she was... Never heard from her again, you know. Um, well, there we go, though. I mean, if they Flesh do- Boy didn't pump out anything crazy again. Like, there was just... And where did Rio go? After she runs off in the alleyway never with saw Mateo, her again. we never see her again. Also, um, interesting to note, uh, Molly was innocent all along, and we've, yeah, I been, that was we've been her harshest critics. Yeah, she was purely innocent. But, again, can we say that? Just because she committed suicide... And just because she then found out that Adelaide had killed that family. I don't I think her heart really was in the church. I think she she truly did want to help people. Yeah. But she also wanted to be her own person and I truly don't think she knew anything about the murders. No, well now that we think about now we know that she didn't. Mm. Her reaction mm-hmm. kind of blew, that was her confirmation that she's completely stuck. Anyone she'll show interest in, Adelaide will have them murdered. Yep. And she I think she knew if she um, continues to go after Tiago, that Adelaide will probably have his family killed. And she loves that family. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she was pretty innocent and it was very sad, her story. She just wanted yeah. a happier life. She but was there were just a, lot a pawn of, in She the, was. The Adelaide was the evil game. one. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a lot of weird, weird things that just weren't ever answered again. Like Beck coming up to Alex being like, oh, I'm going to find out what the hell out. you are. That never happened. Like, that was awesome. I Alex also... working in being Jewish? 
Yes. That never came out again. Like, that cool. never came out again. Where did that go? I'm also interested to happen uh, to, to find out what happened to Mrs. Craft. Oh yeah, is she a Townsend? We don't know. Is she going to sue the crap out of Doctor Craft? That, that went down the drain as well. That, that was another thing that we never saw again, and unless we've missed an episode. To oh. me, it, it feels like it feels like we have missed a vital episode. That answers all this. That's that's how shitty it is because they could fill an ep- another episode up with all these like rabbit holes they went down, mm. but they never covered it. But like I said, they could come back to these in uh, mm. a, a, totally a next season. I have one more question: Who shot at Lewis's car with the machine gun? Oh, there we go. We don't know again. <laughs> like t- this, just we still don't know. Oh, we still don't know. So, there yeah, are a there lot was, of things. There were a few questions that I had. A lot of things that we had no answers for. I was kind of hoping that when Rio killed Rico, I was kind of hoping that she would go back to Magda or Elsa or something and reabsorb into their stomach. Like yeah, I Flesh thought Boy so did. too. I was like, oh, okay, Yeah, we well, never geez. saw Flesh Boy absorb again. That was only a one-off thing and that was really exciting. We I were know, like, that was yeah. cool. That was cool. And that never happened again. Like um, how Flesh Boy was freaking Maria out with all the dead husband and coyote shit, that – what was the point? Uh, that I never came just, to a head. Like, yeah, because he enjoyed playing with her mind. And, well, really, it was Magdo playing the with her mind. The kids never spoke about that shit happening. Like, it was. But I think it was that when she saw her husband, that was just kind of like a glamour. Because oh, yeah. remember, she kind of woke up out of it and she's washing the dishes again. Yeah, true. But so, I don't know. There are just a lot of. There was, yeah, there's a lot of head. questions. Nothing came to head to me. Chris, do you have any um, last questions? No? Shaking her head abruptly. (laughs) She she hates talking on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, So that's it. Yeah, guys. Thanks for staying and listening. If you tell us your thoughts. Tell us your thoughts. I've been getting a few messages from people. Um, Nick, one of our great friends he was saying that he cannot stand the german accents <laughs> i love him i love he him he was look i i'll give i'll give it to natalie dormer when she broke out into german german it was great she's so great she's, she's so just good so good isn't she she's just awesome it kind of breaks <laughs> my heart seeing her um back when i was a teenager i was heavily into acting and i got flown to Sydney to, um, for this audition with Tony Collette and PJ Hogan, who did Muriel's Wedding. Cool. And it was against me and this other chick for this role. We had gotten down to the final two out of thousands of girls for this role in a movie called Mental. Mm-hmm. And um, li- this other girl, Lily Sullivan, ended up getting the role. And I was absolutely heartbroken. And I remember one of my friends who was friends with Tony Collette actually said Tony had a fight with PJ because Tony wanted me to have the role. PJ wanted Lily. Yeah. Anyway, Lily's gone on to have this incredible career. She's acted with um, Daniel Radcliffe, flying around the world, living this incredible life. And she was recently in that TV show Hanging Rock, which Mm -hmm. had Natalie Dormer in it. Natalie Dormer was in it. And I'm sitting there like – 
crushing hard on Natalie Dormer and then I see Lily in this show with her and I'm like, oh my God, that could have been me. If they had just like chosen me for that role, I could have been with fucking Natalie Dormer, man. You wouldn't have been doing this crappy podcast in Uh, in Mornington. I wouldn't be in the Mornington (laughs) Peninsula after a divorce working as a cleaner. (laughs) Overlooking a construction site. Overlooking a car park. (laughs) That's all right. I love my life. We're coming for you, Lily. (laughs) Hey, Lily. Oh, she randomly called me like a year ago when I was sitting in a restaurant. I'm like, are you wanting me to be on one of your TV shows? But I didn't answer because I bitched out. What? F- freaked the hell out of me. Why? I don't know. She might have had a good opportunity for nah. you. Nah. Call her back. No. Call her now. No. <laughs> right, we'll have her as a guest. She can, she can slip in a good word for me now. That'd be God awesome. Maybe it. she can give us, a, um, put in a good word to the good guys for sponsoring us. Oh, Yeah. Sponsor us. You sell fridges. Someone. (laughs) Anyway, guys. We're going to leave it there. Our next episode will be for our new season three, which is going to be so exciting. Gemma and I have some crazy stories. We've got some crazy shit to talk to you about. And you are going to flip. Really cool stuff. Yeah. Isolation has made both of us a bit crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's given us a chance to listen to all these crazy podcasts, which have told us crazy stories. Yep. That we've then gone, ooh, we're going to do that episode. Yep. And one of mine is a crime that happened during COVID, actually. See, I've mm. been too scared to listen to COVID crimes. Oh, just yeah? Because the whole thing is making me so paranoid that I cannot now listen to crime. Like, I think it was um, Sword and Scale just released an episode called COVID Crimes. Oh. And I'm just, I Worth can't a listen? Even, I, I, I refuse to listen to it. I'll listen to it It's too to close it to you. home at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sick. Right, you guys, until next time, be creepy. But don't be a creep. See ya. Ciao.